Hello, 88.9 The Bridge. I'm Harry Weil, and welcome back to my show, Marvel Talk. Uh, sorry I haven't made an episode in, like, two weeks. Uh, it's only because we had uh, just weird weeks because of first starters finals and um, makeups for finals. And, yeah, we just didn't have school for the last two Mondays. But, yeah. Um, so, But for today's episode, I am going to be basically just going or talking about or filling you guys in on, like, uh, heroes' backgrounds. like, And so the two heroes I've picked for today are Falcon and uh, Hawkeye. And for, for example, Falcon, there's kind of two versions of him. The one, like, most people know is from, like, the Avengers movies and stuff where he has, like, a gray suit and all of that. But I'm, ta- I'm going to be reading about the comics ones or the comic ones where he actually has a superpower and he has like this red suit and all that. But yeah, um so basically, well also I'm getting my information off of marvelfandom.com for the Falcon one and then for Hawkeye it's off of nerdist.com. But yeah, um so basically for starters, um Sam Wilson grew up or Sam Wilson is Hawkeye, but just letting you know. Um so Sam Wilson grew up in a yeah, grew up in a tough Harlem neighborhood. His father Paul was a minister who who was killed trying to stop a fight between two rival gangs when Sam was nine years old. Some years later, his mother Darlene was murdered by a mugger while she tried to protect her children. Sam did his best to try to do the right thing, volunteering and becoming a social worker. Later in his life, Sam was lured to the Caribbean island named Exile, where the Red Skull and his henchmen were hiding out. After their initial skirmish, Captain America and Sam defeated the Skull, and the, and the Falcon became Cap's partner for a long time. Allegedly, Red Skull used the Cosmic Cube to give Sam the ability to te- telepathically communicate with birds, um, especially a Falcon that Sam Wilson had brought named Red Wing. So basically, as you see in, like, uh, some of the Marvel movies, you see that robotic, like, flying thing that Falcon has, and he calls it Red Wing. In the comics, Red Wing is actually a real bird. It's an actual, like, Falcon bird. And, yeah. So, um, Wilson received help from Black Panther, who created a harness for Wilson, allowing him to fly. So now Falcon is able to communicate with birds, basically, and he has the ability to fly. Um, And then when Rogers briefly abandoned his Captain America identity, others attempted to take up the mantle, including a young man named Roscoe, whom the Falcon mentored. When the Red Skull eventually killed Roscoe, Rogers again became Captain America. Soon afterward, the Red Skull tricked Sam into believing he had a secret past as a mobster, Snap Wilson, born from Sam's grief and anger, and that this uh, was wiped from his memories using the Cosmic Cube so that Sam could be a mole for Red Skull. In actuality, the Snap persona had entirely been a construction of the Red Skull to discredit Wilson via racism, and in fact, he had never been a criminal at all. 
Red Skull attempted to use the Cosmic Cube to make Falcon kill Captain America. The Falcon ultimately left as Captain America's partner when he was named the leader of the S.H.I.E.L.D. super agents. Later, as one of the few black superheroes active, he was drafted to join the Avengers by Henry Peter Jairich to fill a quota, representing being a token he quite he quit sorry at his first opportunity. At one point, a silentials, or at one point, silentials chased him, or a silential chased him, believing him to be a mutant. But this was later debunked, and the silential was presumed to have been malfunctioning. Shortly following this incident, he came across and fought and defeated the supervillain named Electro. Falcon became a member of the new team of Avengers assembled to fight the international menace Scorpio as a United Nation as a United Nations peacekeeping agency. By this point, Falcon had discovered that he could extend his telepathic beyond Red Wing, allowing him to control other birds and see through their eyes. Okay, I did. I actually didn't know that. Like, I knew he could talk to birds, but I didn't know he could like see through their eyes that's actually so cool um he used this ability to spy on henry gyrich now who was now the avengers uh liaison uh i can't read today i'm just tired i'm sorry um with the united nations and discovered that the united states secretary of defense del rusk had been preserving gyrich to spy on the avengers and turn over their secrets um Although initially hostile to one another, Falcon convinced Gyrich to help the Avengers spy on Rusk, feeding him false information while gathering evidence to expose him. They discovered that Rusk was actually the Red Skull, who had launched a biological weapon attack on the United States, intending to use the ensuring panic to gain control over America's government and start a war with other countries. Falcon was... Instruct ah, was instruct instrumental uh, in defeating the Red Skull. Um, the insane Scarlet Witch accidentally destabilized the Falcon's mind, pushing him towards the Snap Wilson persona. And while he continued to work with Captain America, the relationship became strained until finally Cap felt that he had no choice but to stop working with him. While Fa- while Falcon argued, a man who the new Falcon had forced from his home to use as a safe house, shot Cap in the back while aiming at Falcon. Thinking Cap dead, Falcon cleaned himself up and went after the so-called anti-Cap. He had been using problems for them both. Or, sorry, who had been causing problems for them both. Falcon subsequently helped Cap track down the Winter Soldier. He was also the first to join with Captain America against the Superhuman Registration Act um, and played a leadership uh, role in the Secret Avengers. Following Captain America's assassination by the machinations of Red Skull, the Falcon registered with the government and was made responsible for Harlem. Although he remained in contact with uh, with the new underground new Avengers, period. Afterwards, S.H.I.E.L.D. recruited Falcon and Agent Sharon Carter to investigate 
the captain's assassination by locating the Winter Soldier and tracking down the Red Skull. Sam later formed an initially uneasy alliance with Bucky Barnes. After the late after the latter became the new Captain America and eventually became his partner, to, together to face continuing threats from Red Skull and other villains. During a clash with the Watchdogs, both Sam and Bucky were taken prisoners. But with the help of, from Red Wing, Sam managed to free himself and pre- prevent a terrorist attack. The two remained partners until Bucky uh, relinquished the mantle following his supposed death, which was fake, at the hands of Sin. After this, Falcon later resumed working with Steve Rogers following his rebirth and eventual return up to the mantle of Captain America sometime later. Following Captain America's venture in Dimension Z, Falcon, Falcon met Ar- Arnon Zola's daughter, Jet, whom, uh, whom he had a fling. Around this time, during a confrontation against the Iron Nail, Steve was deprived of the super soldier serum, quickly aging into an old man. After foiling Arnon Zola's plan to detonate a bomb in New York, almost sacrificing his life in the process, Falcon was given the mantle of Captain America by Steve, who had to step down due to his condition. Sam's first mission as the new Captain America placed him in Hydra's crosshairs, and Sam found himself confronted by several of Cap's most deadly foes as the result of a trap. Misty Knight saved him and revealed that Hydra had infiltrated numerous critical teams within the superhero community. The terrorist organization had also planned to spread the poisonous blood of an inhuman kid named Lucas all over the planet. Dang, that's like kind of like bloody and creepy. Um, During a confrontation with Red Skull's daughter, Sin, it was revealed that Sam's alleged secret past as the drug-dealing pimp, Snap Wilson, was a lie created by the Red Skull to discredit Sam through racism. With the help of Misty Knight and Armadillo, a Hydra agent Cap had turned to his side. Cap was able to locate and defuse several bombs that contained fleas with Luca's blood, which had been scattered across the globe. With his plan thwarted, uh, Baron Zemo launched a contingency plan, the self-detonation of Baron Blood, who drank large amounts of Lucas's blood. Dang, that is nasty. Um, in, in the atmosphere... Uh, resulting in the propagation of the blood, Cap managed to disarm Barn Blood and leave him floating in space to be recovered by S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, after a series of events triggered by the hacker known as the Whisperer, who leaked S.H.I.E.L.D.'s plans to create a cosmic cube, um, a project which Sam opposed publicly, um, Sam cut his ties with the agency, while S.H.I.E.L.D. later tried to, uh, later tried to capture... The Whisperer. Sam helped him instead, believing the hacker's actions to be righteous and S.H.I.E.L.D.'s potential redistribution um, disproportionate. With the help of the Whisperer, Sam spent months taking down different hydrocells and struck a deal to acquire diplomatic immunity. The parting of Wilson from his superiors took another step 
when he decided to stop working for the government, believing that the United States needed a Captain America who was more socially active than before. Captain America's divorce from the government wasn't without criticism, with certain Americans believing him to have been Captain Socialism. Yet, other citizens fully supported this change. During this time, Sam was drawn into a crisis when he and Iron Man aided Spider-Man in battling War Warbringer, um, joined by Vision, Thor, Nova, and Mrs. Marvel. The group took down Warbringer and stopped his attempt to bring an army of the Chitari to Earth. Impressed by all of it, the team became the newest incarnation of Avengers. Shortly after finding a new ally in the form of Joanne Torres, a young immigrant mutated by the villainous Carmiolis who took on the mantle of Falcon. Captain America became involved in a conflict in the small town of Pleasant Hill, a um, secret super prison which resulted from S.H.I.E.L.D. finally or finalizing the Cosmic Cube project in secretly following its exposure and alleged termination. Um, in the middle of containing a breakout in the out, in the breakout in Pleasant Hill, um, Steve Rogers was returned to his prime by Kobik, the senatent cosmic cube that powered Pleasant Hill. Once the crisis was contained, Steve agreed to let Sam keep the shield and mantle of Captain America in spite of being returned to fighting form uh, and returned to the mantle himself. Steve's return as Captain America only furthered damaged Sam's own reputation. Now his dissidents also demanded he return the shield to Rogers. Shortly after attending the funeral of Jim Rhodes, Sam and Falcon became involved in a skirmish between Brooklyn Vigilante Rage and the private police er, polis- policing initiative known as the Americops. Um, after de-escalating the situation, Cap had to confront U.S. agent who attacked Sam in an attempt to get him to give up the shield. U.S. agent's attack was orchestrated by in secret by two of Sam's biggest detractors, Paul Keene, employer who was in, or the employer of the Mary Cops, and the talk show host Harry Hauser and Steve Rogers himself. As it turned out, Kubrick had actually replaced the Steve Rogers with an alternate fascist version of himself. Sam's faith in America was shaken by an ensuring chain of events almost notably the wrongful imprisonment of Rage after being accused of robbing a Harlem bodega. After, um, or sorry, adding insult to injury, being a vigilante, Rage was beaten by his fellow cellmates and left in critical condition. In light of Rage's incident, Sam decided to step down as Captain America. Um, there's more to read, but, like, I don't know if I should. Dang, there's a lot more. Um. Wow. Um. Okay, so. I'm just gonna, like. I'm just. Okay, yeah, I'm just gonna skip to the bottom because I wanna get to Fal- or Hawkeye also. Um, so basically, this just talks about his personality. Basically, Sam is like a superhero who loves birds. Even as a child, he's friendly and joyful to people. Despite the death of his parents, Sam 
Sam would do social work and volunteer for the community. He had the courage to become the falcon because of his powers to control birds. Okay, yeah. And then his abilities are basically, like, he's he's a master at martial arts, and he's in, like, basically peak human condition. So he's, like, super ripped and strong. He's also a master acrobat, um, master aerialist and flight, expert shield fighter, um, and he has, like, leadership plus his ability to chat with birds. But, yeah. Um, yeah. But that's all. Yeah, no, okay. I honestly learned a ton of stuff I didn't know about Falcon. And I'm a huge fan of Falcon, so, yeah. Alrighty. So, next, we have Falcon. Er, sorry, Hawkeye. This one's shorter, by the way. As as a kid, Clint Barton grew up in a dysfunctional home with little hope for the future. His father was physically abusive towards not just Clint, but his older brother, Charles, nicknamed Barney. All Clint dreamed of was running away from his life in Iowa. When Clint's parents died in a car crash, he saw his opportunity to leave. He and his brother joined the traveling circus and Carson Carnival of Traveling Wonders. There they worked for little but learned the tricks of the trade. But the performers, the, but the performers known as the Swordman and Trickshot trained him, and Clint became an expert marksman. When Clint found out the Swordsman was embezzling money from the circus, he planned to turn in his mentor, but they beat him nearly to death, so he never had a, the chance. Both Trickshot and Barney felt as if Clint betrayed his mentor. Feeling abandoned by Trickshot and even his own older brother, he ran away again and became the archery attraction for another circus. This is when Clint officially took the name Hawkeye, the world's greatest marksman. His brother became an archer himself, trained by Trickshot, eventually taking his name. He and Clint um, would maintain an up-and-down relationship over the years. Um, I'm just checking if there's more. Eventually tiring of the circus circus life, Iron Man's arrival on the scene inspired Clint to take um, his archery skills and become a hero. This occurs in Tales of Suspense, number 57, which is a comic book. Um, but a misunderstanding occurred during the first superheroic mission, and they accused Clint of theft, deciding if they think I'm a criminal or... Or, if they think I'm a criminal, I'll just be a criminal. He winds up a fugitive from justice. Um, During his time, he met and became inf- infatuated with Natasha Romanoff, a.k.a. the Black Widow, using his enormous feelings to her advantage. The Russian super spy convinced Clint to embark on several capers with her, including stealing tech from Tony Stark together the deadly duo of Hawkeye and Black Widow fought everyone from Iron Man to Spider-Man. They became romantically involved, but eventually end up as platonic friends. Once Natasha, once Natasha became one of the good guys, um, she, I think, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, but a life of crime is not what Clint signed up for. He always wanted to be a hero. He convinced the Avengers he was serious about reform. Believing in him, Iron Man sponsored Clint in his bid for Avengers membership. He, along with Scarlet Witch and her brother Quicksilver, became the first new lineup 
after the funders retired. Um, under Captain America's leadership, this oddball squad of Avengers was known as Cap's Cootie Quarets. Soon Clint developed feelings for, for the Scarlet Witch, but she rebuffed all of his advantages. Dang, that's rough. Um, Clint quarrel, quarreled frequently with Avengers' new leader, Captain America. His, rebelli- his rebellious nature um, was the exact opposite of Steve Rogers. By the book, ways. Um, interestingly, Hawkeye's counterpart at DC Comics, Green Arrow, was also the contrad voice of the Justice League at the same time. As the least super-powered members of their respected teams, they felt they had something to prove. Eventually, though, Clint gained Cap's respect. In fact, he was his right-hand man in many ways. Hawkeye served as a star stalwart Avenger for years, staying on the team when many others came and went. Because of this, Many think of him as one of the most iconic Avengers of all time. For a brief period, he abandoned the Hawkeye persona and started using Ant-Man, Henry, Pym's growth particles and became Goliath in Avengers comic number 63. Uh, This new superpowered career was relatively short-living. Clint soon returned to Hawkeye mode. Um, In his own words, he was always more comfortable with bows and arrows anyhow. Still, given his hot-headed attitude, there was many instances where Clint quit the group. During these times, he'd wind up on other teams, like the Defenders, but he'd always eventually come home to the Avengers. During one of these absences, Barton became the head of cross-technical enterprises, where he met Bobby Morse, um, the adventurer named Mockingbird, and fell head over heels in love. They married and became kind... They married and became crime-fighting partners together. Sadly, he suffered what seemed to be permanent hearing loss during one of the missions together. Um, it, it says later his hearing returned thanks to the powers of mutant Franklin Richards. Hawkeye and Mockingbird formed the West Coast Avengers, a team that he led. Um, but the exciting days of the WCA wouldn't last long. As during a mission, Mockingbird allowed the villainous Phantom Rider to die. This same criminal had kidnapped and assaulted her months before. Seeing that the act as breaking as a breaking of their heroic oath, Clint separated with Bobby, Bobby, and when the U.S. government forced the U.S. agent on the team, Clint quit in disgust. Even he even wound up as a member of the C-list Great Lakes Avengers for a time. He also briefly led the Thunderbolts, a team of reformed criminals Hawkeye uh, Hawkeye felt best equipped to understand them, seeing he was once a criminal too. Um, Hawkeye's bleakest moment came uh, thanks to a woman he once loved, Wanda Maximoff. The Scarlet Witch broke down the walls of reality during a grief-ridden breakdown Suddenly, nearly every villain the Avengers had faced off with attacked them at once. During this attack, Hawkeye died in an exploding alien ship. The Avengers broke up soon, therefore, partially because losing Clint, the heart of the team, was too much to bear. What? That is weird. Oh, oh wait, never mind. Okay, never mind. Uh, just tear this out. 
When Wanda remade the reality during the event known as House of M, she undid Hawkeye's death. In this new reality, Clint couldn't remember couldn't remember he'd ever died. Um, when the mutant Layla Miller restored his memories of his previous existence, he became enraged at Wanda. He shot her in the back with an arrow, but she survived. Her mutant son then undid reality again, erasing Clint from existence. But then Wanda came back to her senses. She restored the world the way it was, and Clint was alive again. Lost and confused with the world believing him dead, uh, Clint took up the masked identity of Ronan. Um, it's not long after this that Clint met his namesake, the young Avenger archer named Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop. After his death, um, she took the name Hawkeye in his honor. But upon his return, he agreed they could share it. Okay, shoot. I don't have a lot of time left. Um, okay, so basically... Uh, what happens is they kind of like Kate Bishop and him like team up and he becomes an Avenger like we all know and like kind of what happens with Kate Kate Bishop is just like the show that you can watch on Disney Plus also before I go um, I saw that there I think is a new show coming out I'm not sure when but it's gonna be about She-Hulk and yeah so when I figure out when that comes out, I'll let you guys know. And sorry about that, like, weird sound. I just accidentally hit my head, the headphones to the mic by accident. That one's on me. Um, but, yeah. Uh, thank you for listening. Stay tuned to 88 on the Bridge uh, for more of my show, Marvel Talk. It happens on Mondays at 7. See you guys later.